재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Yes, for today's In the Know, we're taking a trip but just, just outside Seoul City, very close by but to the very beautiful area of Namyangju. That's right. Uh, an interesting place. I've only been a couple times, and every time I've been, uh, there has been flower festivals. Right. Uh, lots of uh, other fa- like uh, worldwide food fairs are um, uh, also in that area, as well as rock climbing. And it seems like such a fun area that is mm, understated, perhaps. Oh, absolutely. I- I've been there for the tofu. There's a, there's a very good tofu restaurant my friend recommended in, in that area. Mm-hmm. And we went a couple of times. It was just nice to get out of Seoul, you know, into the little bit of countryside and to, uh, and to enjoy the area. And it is, it is beautiful. It's a great place. It's uh, got a relatively small population, 650,000, and it's located in Kyungi province. It covers 460 square kilometers. It's about two-thirds the size of Seoul. Uh, but most of its area has been designated as a limited development zone to protect nature and the cultural heritage of the city. So it's known as a slow city where walking in nature is part of your daily routine and there are lots of walking festivals to be held. That's right. Uh, it was originally part of Yangju County, but in the 80s, in 1980, it became an independent county and again was raised to the status of a city in 1995 when it was integrated uh, with Migum City. And one of the mm, famous men from Namyangju is Chung Yak. Yong, who was a bureaucrat during the Joseon dynasty. He's widely regarded as the great of, Shidhak, of the Shidhak movement, meaning practical learning. He's well known for his contribution to designing and building the Suwon Fortress in Suwon City. We've talked about multiple times here on the show. He was born and also ended his days in Namyangju. So if you visit there, you be able to see uh, and meet lots of heritage and museums related to him. Yeah, and you might actually know him by a different name mm. by the name of Dasan. Oh. Yeah, that was his pen name and uh, one of the places you can go to is the Dasan Chung Yakyong Heritage Site. Uh, now, we should probably talk about his background if we're going to talk about his heritage site. He was born in 1762 um, and, you know, was known by his pen name of Dasan. He uh, held very significant administrative positions in the government and was a close confidant of King Jongjo. But he actually spent 17 years in exile in Chola province after King Jongjo passed away. Uh, now, the reason for him being sent to exile was because his brother was a Catholic and he was caught keeping the Catholic faith, which was illegal at the time. So due to uh, his brother's religion, uh, Chung Yak Jong was sent to Cholla province where he earned his pen name Dasan. That's right. And then he came back to his birthplace uh, in 1818 at the age of 57. Can you imagine that uh, the sources say that his house was nearly destroyed and no one uh, no one was there except his half-brother his parents and all his other siblings uh, unfortunately died or, or left the place there he devoted his life to studying and writing books with other scholars in peace and about 17 years later he passed away at where he was born surrounded by his his relatives and children and at the Tasan heritage site his birthplace the the Yoyudang his grave and other works are also pretty well preserved uh, you can also see a traditional equipment called the Kojungi uh, which was used to build the Suwon fortress there as well yeah i mean it's a it's a 
tragic tale. Uh, such a great man, such a great contribution to Korea, and yet uh, such great tragedy within his life. Uh, but there's uh, there's also very other very very interesting other sites for you to visit. One of them is Sujongsa, and it's a temple in Ungilsan Mountain that has an absolutely amazing view over the Bukhangang River. Um, it's actually rated to have one of the top uh, views uh, in the country. So even if you're not a, you're not a Buddhist, or even if you're you know not, um, not so interested in temples, this could be a great place to go hiking as well. It's well worth a visit. And one of the great things about it is you can hear the trickling, clear sound of water streaming down from the mountain peak, as well as plenty of birds tweeting away. Yeah, there's actually an interesting story about how Sujongsa was built and got its name, Sujongsa, when King Sejo, the seventh king of the Joseon dynasty, was on his way from a trip. He stayed a night at where Sujongsa is now located and heard a bell ring. Uh, so, of course, he was curious. And the next day, he ordered his, his courtiers to, to find out where the bell was, what it, what it signified. But they ended up finding a cave where water falling from the cave ceiling made that bell-ringing sound. And with 18 Buddha statues around, so to commemorate what he had found, he constructed a temple at the site and named it Sujongsa, which means Water Bell Temple. Quite astonishing what nature can produce sometimes. Yeah, may, how can you hear that from far away? I know. Just a water drop. Yes, so well worth a visit. And the other place that is well worth a visit is Hongnung. It's a royal tomb of the 26th ruler of the Chosun dynasty, Emperor Gojong, and his wife, Empress Myungsung. Uh, uh, Myungsung became the empress in 1866, and uh, then 1873 was when Emperor Gojong began to reign the Chosun dynasty. And, uh, well, if you know your history, you know that Empress Myungsung was a powerful figure. She exercised considerable power over the country, and she was deeply involved in political affairs. Uh, her diplomatic policy uh, favoured Russia in an attempt to block Japanese influence in Chosun uh, and unfortunately to expand Japan's influence in Chosun uh the Japan actually assassinated Empress Myungsung. It's a, mm-hmm. a tragic story, uh, a tragic history of Korea. And her tomb was originally in Chongyangni, uh, but when Emperor Gojong passed away, it was moved to the current location so that she could be buried next to him. That's right. Uh, of course, uh, we do have Hongnung as well. It's not just a small grave, but it covers about, uh, I want to say, a million two hundred eighty thousand meters squared with Yudeng, the tomb of the Emperor Gojong's son, which is next to the Hongneng as well. So if you want to learn a bit of Korean history, it's worth well worth paying a visit. You know, as we talked about, there are nice hikes, there are nice festivals, or if you just want to take a look at Korea's history, it's an interesting place to to have a start. Absolutely. And uh, I think sometimes when we think of getting out of Seoul, we often think, oh, we have to go two, three, four hours. We have to travel all the way down to, I don't know, to Gwangju or to Busan or to go to Kangwon province mm, or something right. like that. When in fact, there's uh, there's plenty of nature on our doorstep and uh, with just a short bus ride or a mm. short car journey, you can find yourself in the most amazing of places. So to remind you, the sites where we think you should visit, because we're in the know, the Dasan Chung Yak Yong Heritage Site celebrating the life and work of Dasan, uh, the Su Jong Sa Temple with its uh, beautiful water bell, and Hongnung and Yunung, the tombs of Gojong, Empress Mengsung, and their son Sun Jong. That's right. We'll leave you guys with Dream Academy. Life in a northern town.